Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. I told you before, this is a seriously important and heart-touching interview for me. And as I mentioned before, we've got somebody here that is amazing, Bambi. Bambi Krauss, Chief Officer of Native Affairs and Policy, Consumer and Government Affairs Bureau. This is a seriously important position. And what we're going to talk to you about today is game-changing. Bambi, welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much. Uh, I serve as the chief of the Office of Native Affairs and Policy at the Federal Communications Commission, and I've really enjoyed this position for the past 10 months. And I hope you're going to stay in it a lot, lot longer because you've got (laughs) some great work to do. Thank you. You know, before we get into the details of this, I I want to ask you this interesting question for me. I want to know from you personally what it is about this new job, what it is about what you're you're taking on that completely touches your heart? That's what I want to start with. Well, that's a good question. Uh, I think <clears throat> to start with, um, I've always accepted jobs that provide a, a meaningful outlet for my knowledge and personal experience to help Alaska Natives, Native Hawaiians, and American mm-hmm. Indians across the country. So I've had several national level positions that uh, allow me to serve as an advocate for Native Americans across the country. In my particular, my new, this new job, uh, I've worked in the telecommunications field in the past. And as you know, it changes quickly. And uh, so it's been exciting to see all the new opportunities that have been provided to American Indians and Alaska Natives mm-hmm. throughout the country to either create a broadband network or just to become more uh, plugged into what's going on across the country and around the world. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. You know, I want to tell you that you and I have this in common. It's kind of a it's kind of interesting. Both of us have worked in the communications field. I worked into telecommunications and communications uh, for 25 years. And, you know, to see where we are with the progress of technology, but now to see we need to progress in the humanity aspect of this. Don't you agree? Well, it's all about humanity. It's all about, uh, (laughs) you know, people engaging with others and uh, having a shared experience, whether you're Native American or African-American. You know, we do have with the world becoming smaller, we do have the important role of uh, learning how to get along and work together. Yeah. So let's dive into this. I want to tell everybody affordable connectivity program, A-C-P. Now, for people that are just tuning in, and they're going to hear this interview over and over and over again, tell us what this is and tell us how these households, how tribal lands can qualify 
for this. Give us your perspective on fast forward to where we are now with this and where you see us going in a year from now, if you don't mind taking a jump out there. Well, let me give the basics of the program quickly, and then we can get into more details. Uh, The Affordable Connectivity Program is a federal program that helps eligible households get the high-speed internet they need for work, school, healthcare, economic development, uh, you name it. I personally like to have it where I live so that I can keep in touch with my relatives via social media. So uh, they're in Southeast Alaska. So it's, and I'm in Washington, DC. So I really appreciate having access to it. So on tribal lands, it provides a savings of $75 per month toward internet service for thus for households on qualifying tribal lands. For eligible households not on tribal lands, the savings is $30 per month. So the participating internet providers can apply, will apply the monthly savings directly to your internet bill for households that are eligible and enrolled in the Affordable Connectivity Program. So to qualify, uh, we use a a figure of a household income for four is $60,000 a year or $29,000 a year for an individual. This is based on uh, statistics. So that just gives you a rough idea of uh, the amount of income. And uh, you also can qualify if you're already participating in other federal assistance programs like SNAP, Medicaid, or Lifeline. Uh, Eligible households can also receive a one-time savings of up to $100 to buy a laptop, desktop computer, or tablet from your participating provider. And we urge people to go to the website, getinternet.gov, just like the way it sounds. Or you can call uh, 877-384-2575 for a printed application. And as of today, July, more than 19 million households are currently enrolled in the Affordable Connectivity Program, but we know that there are millions more who may not know about it, and we're encouraging them to check it out, go to getinternet.gov or call to see if they're eligible and get enrolled. So yeah. that that's our main mission today. We're really excited about this. And the reason we're excited, we're a broadcast network, and you probably don't know very much about us outside of the Dr. Pat show, but we are also uh, uh, one of the fastest growing positive talk radio networks on the planet, and we're expanding to 10 channels. So you're going to be very interested in what we're going to do to support you in the future, because we know that the world is changing so fast. Once upon a time, you used to have a laptop, right? And now... You've got a giant flip phone that's doing everything for you. But if you don't, if you're not able to connect, people feel isolated, Bambi. They feel, Bambi, they feel lost, right? I mean, this is really at the heart of connecting in modern times, isn't it? Yeah, it's an interesting time as technology moves so quickly. Uh, Again, I, you know, internet can be very expensive, getting high speed internet and, uh, the pandemic really demonstrated the importance of being yeah. able to connect. And uh, so the the U.S. Congress and the Federal Communications Commission that was delegated with the task of creating programs such as the Affordable Connectivity Program mm-hmm. have really been trying to uh, identify and address the, the need mm-hmm. for affordable Internet in your home local community. 
Yeah, I want to say getinternet.gov. I also want to make a plea. Maybe you can help me with this because nine times out of 10, the people that really need this are not getting the message to how to get it. So I want to really make a plea to all of you friends, family, relatives. I mean, I'm really serious about this because, you know, I've got relatives in South America and Brazil and, you know, they're in the middle of, hello, nowhere. And, you, you know, it's up to me or us to be able to say, wait a minute, we need to help our friends and family get this right. Because if we are the ones that have the access now, we have to be the people that pay this forward. So I want everybody listening to this to pay this forward, get internet.gov, because without us helping and assisting in this, we won't be able to reach those goals efficiently. I think that, uh, just can I just add a, a few more details for those who um, may be hesitating about uh, do I qualify or not? Uh, you know, one way to start the process is to go to that internet site, getinternet.gov, or you can call 877 384 2575. And they have a lot of tools available in very simple terms to help you uh, understand if you're eligible and how to apply you can apply from the website and find if your internet provider is offering this service. So that is the easiest way to find mm -hmm. out if you're eligible or not. It's a good first step. Yeah. And I like that you gave it a phone number because a lot of times people are afraid, right? And that by having a call and talking to a person, doesn't that make all the difference in the world sometimes when you really are afraid and you don't really even know the questions to ask? Yeah. The human connection is always important. On the the qualifying tribal lands, again, that's a $75 uh, savings on your internet bill versus a $30 savings if you mm. don't live on tribal lands. Right. So that is for federally recognized Indian tribes, their reservations, uh, the Pueblo lands, yeah. or former reservations in Oklahoma, all of Alaska are uh, considered tribal lands for this particular program. Yeah, I love that you said that because we have been working with the tribal lands and some of the the, the leaders of tribal lands, especially it, where I love, uh, I live in Lakota traditions. And so, so many people we've been working with with coming of age. This is so important for them. And I can't thank you enough for this. I want to ask you one last question. Again, the website is getinternet.gov. I want to know, I know all of us can do more. I know it. I've worked side by side and seen some of the things that, to me, just make my heart break. But I know this is important. $75 is a lot of money. I want to know from you what your personal message is. I would love to know what you want to leave everybody with here today. And I can't thank you enough for what you're doing. Congratulations and keep doing more. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, in terms of why I think it's important is that uh, having internet gives you options. Uh, and affordable internet, of course, is something that is a current, you know, effort on our on the commissions, the Federal Communications mm -hmm. Commission's behalf. Personally, I really support any means that help uh, American Indians and Alaska Natives and Native Hawaiians preserve and protect their culture, heritage, and traditions. And uh, some tribes are able to use internet for language revitalization or language uh, teachings, keep your native language alive. Yep. So there are a lot of you know good things that can come from having high-speed internet. So I just want to urge people to explore it. You never know where you can go. 
I love it. Thank you so much for all that you do. I know you're going from interview to interview, but please be assured we will do our part to get the word out. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. Festa Della Donna with Esther Graham honors all women far beyond a single day of celebration. Regardless of your race, gender, sexual orientation, or religion, Esther helps your rise to your full potential to live fully in God's plan and to do what you were divinely created to do. Festa Della Donna offers programs that help you fulfill your dreams and desires. For more information and to get your free copy of the Festa Della Donna Retreat Self-Care Guide, visit fdbwomen.com. Are you ready to soar? Serena Nigma's mission is to help you create the life of your dreams. Unlock your fullest potential with her one-on-one and group coaching sessions. Or balance your energy with a Reiki session. Create changes you want to see in all areas of your life. To wake up and level up, visit serenaenigma.podia.com. What makes a coach irresistible, extraordinary, and successful? The Coaching Academy has graduated hundreds of students who have built the most fulfilling coaching businesses. That's because the Spiritual Life Coaching Certification, based on the proven formula Rewire Your Brain for Success, is an innovative program designed to equip you with the knowledge and skills to support you in your journey of becoming an elite league coach. Inquire today by visiting coachingacademy.net. Do you ever get the feeling you aren't in the right place? So you decide to change jobs only to realize that might have not been the right one either? That's where the Purposeful Practice comes in. I offer individual coaching sessions to help you discover and pursue the career or business venture that matches your values, passions, strengths, and motivations. Book a free discovery session by visiting www.thepurposefulpractice.com. Activate your DNA with the light codes of creation and implement the life of your dreams with the help of Pam Bright, a multidimensional healer, a light language channel, and a spiritual transformational coach. Pam offers a variety of sessions to heal your mind, body, and soul vibrations. She will connect you with your spirit team, activate your chakras, and more. Not sure what service is best for your journey? Find out by scheduling a free discovery call by visiting brightbutterflynetwork.com. Life Engineering, processes that combine science, wisdom, and spirituality to build a life of alignment. Joining Dr. Pat is your host, Gabriella Embon, bringing you bi-weekly wisdom nuggets, your step-by-step guidance to build a life of no regrets. Stay tuned as they uncover powerful processes for you to realize your true potential. Are you ready for some magic wisdom? Life Engineering starts now. Oh my gosh, uh, what a great show we've got. I mean, I, all of you out there have heard Gabriella talk about a number of different things, but this one right here, 
You know, it's interesting when we look at life and we see what shows up. Now, these shows are planned in advance, but I know you're all are going to be thinking the same thing that I'm thinking today. It's like, how did she pick a show that says self-coaching, how to find her inspiration and use it to fuel our journey? How did she know to pick that today? You know, what was it? What is it about that? But this is about telling the story, isn't it, Gabriella? Yes, it is. Hello, Dr. Pat. So happy to be here. I just realized we are matching colors today. Your, your chair and my shirt. So this is this is the energy of this episode. This episode was born out of inspiration. And it's just about that. It's a little bit different than the previous ones. We're going to get a little bit more personal, which is not easy for me. Uh, you, I know you have asked me a lot of personal questions throughout the, the episodes, and I gently <laughs> diverted into teaching mode, which is what naturally comes to me. So today is going to be more personal. I'll be sharing the ups and the downs along my journey yeah. uh, of building uh, the coaching practice. And it was all inspired by an information call that I had with um, a soon-to-be coach woman who asked me about, who asked me these questions during the information call. I want to just stop for a minute and let everybody know this, because this is not easy for those of us that are out there. And we're talking about the Academy. So let's just be very clear when we're talking about this and your story today is about the coaching Academy. Right. That's right. That's right. So I want people to know this and we're going to throughout the show, give you the website for this, because one of the things you said, Gabriella, and I just want to say this comment before you roll. It is very difficult for both you and I, because I'm quite the introvert. And I didn't share much about anything for about 14 or 15 years of doing this. It's only recently where people wanted to know more. And I'm learning how to do that better. So I'm going to learn from you today if you want to kick it off. You know, in the scheme of things, here's my question for you. When you get touched, touched in the heart, touched by a feather, that lights or sparks something in you, it changes you. What happened to you and how did it change you? That's right. So about two weeks ago, it all started about two weeks ago. Uh, this woman asked to learn more about the, the upcoming coaching program starting in September. So I did what I usually do is I offer her to schedule an information call. Now, during these calls, I usually ask the person, you know, what are their dreams and aspirations? And then I share about the program and answer people's questions. But this time was surprisingly different. She told me this. She said, I don't want to know about the program. I watched your five-minute video on your website. I was referred to you by a graduated coach from last year. I'm not interested in hearing the details and the curriculum. I want to ask you personal questions. <laughs> so, you know, one-on-one, -on -one, it's much easier for me. Um, so I said to her, okay, what would you like to know? And then she asked me two questions. Um, the first one was, what were my main challenges uh, as a graduated coach, as a newly graduated coach? And, and the second one, what were my biggest moments? So I had to put all the, you know, all the, <laughs> the, the shields down. And I said, I, I, I said, let, let me think for a moment and, and reflect back on your questions. And I was so grateful she asked me those questions. People usually don't ask me these questions. So I said to her, like any teacher, well, there were three main challenges, right? We can give one answer. Uh, I said to her, <laughs> there were three main challenges. The first one was 
when I graduated as a coach, I had learned how to coach people, but I had zero knowledge on how to build my coaching business. And I remember uh, having, okay, great. I have this paper that says I'm a certified coach. Now what? So I remember feeling completely lost in that sense and not only lost, but quite isolated. Who do I turn to for help? Which brings me to the second challenge was isolation. Okay. You know, when you are self-employed, when you become a solopreneur, it's very easy to feel that you're on your own and isolated. Um, And the third challenge was working on my own limiting beliefs. So, for the first one, you know, the, the the main, the not knowing how to build my coaching business, I ended up purchasing uh, different courses on how to do that. I remember traveling to Toronto for a weekend, paying $2,000 for a weekend just to learn how to promote myself. Um, but that took me a while to, to be willing to, after I have invested in a coaching business, to be willing to continue investing in how do I actually grow this into, and how do I make my dream come true of helping people? Because to be completely honest, I did not want to build a coaching business. I don't think that people go into coaching because they want to build a coaching business. I think that people go to coaching, most of them at least, because they want to help people. We want to, we want to coach. We don't want to build a business. We want to coach. And these are two different things, right? Yeah. So, I was yeah. willing to 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 give my I said I'll give fifty percent of my income to anybody who's willing to give me the clients. I don't want to learn how to get clients. I don't want to sell. I don't want to be in that business area. Uh, so that was the first one. The second was isolation. I felt completely alone and really not knowing who to turn to. And the third one is. You know, different business coaches were trying to help me and offering me their services. And I had a feeling that the reason that the beginning was quite rocky was not because I was not using necessarily the right marketing strategy. I was very aware that what I needed to work on was my mindset and my belief system. And I had not learned how to do that in my coaching program. So I had no idea how do I work on my beliefs? How do I rewire my brain? So these were the three main challenges. Uh, how do I build a business? How do I build a community that can support me or not build, but belong to a community? And how do I work on my mindset? Yeah. Can I ask you a question about this? First of all, I love that you were asked a question. I, I mean, I love this because what I think I've discovered and you just nailed it. So let's talk to this throughout the show. There are things that will show up in our lives and they seem benign. They seem incidental, right? A wrong phone number for me 20 years ago. Are you kidding me? Changed my life. And this question for you, right? You were ready to have that question be asked to you at the moment it was asked, weren't you? I... I can tell you that answering these questions connected me, took me away from the doing and connected me more to my inspiration and why I do what I do. And I think this is necessarily throughout the journey. Sometimes we can get caught up a lot in the doing and what needs to be done better and what can we improve. And, and we have to take those times to connect back. Yeah. To yeah. Look and I back think you're gonna... where we've been and what we've, we've been. done. 
Right, right. And you're going to talk about this throughout the show, because this is seriously important. You know, lack of knowledge on how to build a coaching business. Are you kidding me? I didn't even know. I, but but there was something you shared in a previous show, and I know you're going to talk about this. Let's talk about this in terms of your, your biggest moments. But also, you previously talked about the importance of having a vision and, you know, having having a having the opportunity to allow yourself you get have something come in have an idea come in that may not be related to anything that's going on in your life right but along the way in the journey you got to learn some of the practical you got you have to learn you know like oh my gosh i got to get a business license right but what were some of these things that helped you move beyond the challenges how did you learn how to tackle the lack of knowledge the isolation i'm still working on isolation by the way uh, and limiting beliefs. How did you how did you discover these? And then what was it along the way where you said, you've got to be kidding. I'm well, having an aha moment. Let me tell you that I'm grateful for these challenges because, and this taps into the inspiration, right? Having gone through these challenges um, made the program be what it is today. Because part of my why is to make sure that I help other coaches start their journey much easily than I did and that I provide for the solutions that I didn't have. So because of this, the program is designed the way it is designed. Um, you know, we just had the graduation of the coaches the last group two weeks ago. Uh, that was cohort 17. And one of the coaches said in the graduation, I love that your program has everything from A to Z. So definitely, how did I overcome the building my coaching business? Well, I just educated myself and I practice. I practice and therefore I experienced a lot of rejection, right? I, I educated myself in any possible way, whether it's paid ways by acquiring information, uh, free ways. Part of the education was through the networking group that I started attending, talking about isolation. I started researching for networking groups for women entrepreneurs, and I, I tested a few. I chose the ones that resonated with me, and then I stick to them. And these people, these women became my tribe. This is where I, that was my nursery as, a, as an entrepreneur. These networking groups, which were two, and I will name them, one was MIV, and the other one was um, WE2, WE2. They became my nursery because every time I would go there once a month, twice a month, there's go there was a piece of education and inspiration and women sharing. You know, we actually, when people say women don't like each other, no, we loved each other and we supported each other. And that was my nursery. That's where I grew as an entrepreneur. So I acquired information, but I also surrounded myself with other women that were in the same situation and that provided that sense of community and also education. And then I just put myself out there in any possible way. So I, I learned to, exp I was willing to experience rejection because when you put yourself out there, there are a lot of no's and there are a lot of yeses, but you have to be willing to experience the no's so you can also invite the yeses. So that's how I overcame that. Now today, today, uh, because of that, we, we in the life coaching, a third of the program is dedicated 
into how to build a coaching business. Because becoming a coach doesn't mean you become an entrepreneur, okay? Doesn't mean you, and you don't become an entrepreneur because of a certification. It's something you build with actions and mindset. It is a different way of thinking. So when you surround yourself with people that are all in that way of thinking, you are learning to think that way. You are transforming from being employed, which was what I was before, to being self-employed. So I walk the journey and and that provided all that beautiful uh, transformation. Today, not only we teach that, but we also, in terms talking about the isolation, we offer our, our coaches continuous education and continuous mentoring twice a month. And that creates that sense of community and being surrounded by like-minded people and other people going through the same. So I'll give you a beautiful story is that in the last community call, which was a week ago, last Tuesday, actually, uh, I welcome the newly graduated coaches, but we are coaches that have, there was a coach there that graduated in 2017, Gabby, her name, she graduated in 2017. So everybody share when they graduated and um, the newly graduated coaches that attended that community call, ask the those who graduated previously, tell me, what were your challenges? What were your wins? What would you recommend? So here we have created, right? this beautiful community that people can feel well-supported and around like-minded people. And it's all part of what we offer for free as support to, to the coaches. Uh, so so really, these were the, the first two challenges. And if I talk about the last one, the limiting beliefs, we tapped on that last week, um, two weeks ago in the in the podcast. You know, I had no clue how to work on my limit. I didn't know what limiting beliefs are. Let's start with that. <laughs> so, of course, you know, when I started experiencing challenges in my new journey as an entrepreneur, I started opening my eyes and learning and researching. And I realized that I had plenty of limiting beliefs. I realized that I was not aware that I had limiting beliefs when I was working as an engineer and I was, somebody was believing in me. Somebody was paying me, right? Now I had to believe in myself. <laughs> I had to ask somebody for money, you know, for a service I provided, right? So um, that's not, I mean, I know you just blew by that. Okay, I, 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 mean, I don't want to take up a lot of time. I want to make sure you cover everything. But I know you just said that like really quickly. I have to learn how to ask for money. Hello, that's a whole show. Yes. But that right there, that is a major mountain to climb if you don't come from the place of one, I am I, I think well enough of myself that I can ask for that. Or two, I even know how to do that. Or three, should I do that? Shouldn't I just give it away? Right? Go ahead, Gabriella. But you know yeah. what I'm saying. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's it's such a shift, you know, when you become uh, self-employed, a shift in mindset that is needed. That's okay. I have a, I have a lot that my mind wants to share, but one at a time. So I didn't know um, how to work on that and how to identify my limiting beliefs. So I started educating myself and I came a, a, across the Terra Healing 
a technique. And that blew my mind because I was able to efficiently identify my inner blocks and shift them so efficiently. And I love, you know, I love efficiency. Um, so today our, our coaches learn how to work on limiting beliefs, right? And when we start the program, I start by saying the reason that you are learning how to work on the mindset, okay? First of all, it's for two different reasons. One is you need to support your clients on their mindset because the mindset we talked about is 90%. So in order to create results, we need to have the right belief system. So you're learning this for your clients. You probably think you're learning this only for your clients, but let me tell you, you're not learning this just for your clients. You will need it for yourself right? Once you certify as a coach and you go out there, you're going to encounter limiting beliefs that you were not aware you had them. And you're going to ask yourself, now what? How do I work on my mindset? How do I change my beliefs? Now I need to seek help outside? You could, but what if you had the tools that support you on also working on yourself along the journey? And, and that's why it's so important that the coaches know this kind of work not just for their clients, but for you. You need it. You will need it. It's how you continue growing. So um, I can say that these three main challenges pretty <laughs> much define what the program is today. That's why I'm, I'm so grateful yeah. Yeah. about that. I, I love that you're doing this and we're going to keep going here uh, really and just I want everybody to cover it because I, I when I was looking and getting ready for the show I asked myself those questions what were my what were my three challenges and they did come out of the gate and, and help shape what we're now calling the transformation network and soon to be but can you talk to this next point for everyone because I don't know what it was like for you but I know what it was like for me, right? There is a point you get to where you don't know what you don't know. And can you talk about how that's okay and how that too can help us find our inspiration? Absolutely. Well, when we don't know what we don't know, that's fine. But when we have a dream and we encounter a challenge and we... we we have to believe that the reason we're encountering this challenge is for us to overcome it. So then we can use it. It's part, it's going to become part of our why. And that's how we define meaning, right? Meaning is the value that we give to our lives today based on the past experiences, what we learn from that and how we can use that to help others. And that's part of finding our inspiration. Because here's my invitation really to the listeners is go back, okay? What inspires you? Because I can tell you what inspires me. One word, builders. <laughs> and I'm talking about construction. I'm talking about builders, uh, which are people that have a dream, have a vision, and then they use all their passion, their grit, their persistence, their gifts, their faith, to realize their dream and create a life of impact. And when I say builders, I don't just mean a building something that you can see and show, you know, and say, this is what, I, this is what I'm leaving behind. This is my legacy. Mm -hmm. I'm also talking about building the energetic container. Uh, I think that one leads to the other. In order for us to attract 
the opportunities, the blessings, the results. We have to have the energetic container because otherwise, if we don't have the energetic containers, results might come, but we will have no space for them or we'll get overwhelmed with them and then we lose them. So I think I love builders that focus on building on two different levels, focus on building with their actions, right? Things that we can account for and see and say, I build that, I build that business, I build that academy, right? And the other is focus on building their energetic container that they can embody those results and create a life of impact. And for me, that's the ultimate builder. And that's that's what I get inspired by. These are the people that I follow, that when I hear their stories, it inspires me. And I am very, very serious about my inspiration, right? I, I work on my inspiration. I listen to the people that inspire me to keep feeding my inspiration. So yeah. finding our inspiration, right? That's the invitation here for our listeners. What's your inspiration? What's your inspiration story? There is always an event in your life in which you become your own inspiration. Yes, we can find inspiration outside, but you are your own inspiration. If you go back in time and find a moment in which you showed what we call anti-fragility, and I'll explain You show resilience, but perhaps beyond resilience. You showed anti-fragility. You're going to realize this is your inspiration story. You are your own inspiration. Should we explain anti-fragility and the difference? I think you should, because I think it's the missing piece that's left out all the time. I think it's left out of the conversation about inspiration and we tend to get into, and 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 I know this could be another show, but we tend to, to look into the outside to one, validate us and to inspire us. I'm not saying that you don't get inspired. I was listening to a track of music this morning by David Bowie that totally inspired me to build out the, the website to, this morning that I needed to fix. But there's something inside of me that got tapped into. That's what you're talking about. That's right. That's right. So the other day I was listening to a video from, I was watching a video um, from Tal Ben-Shahar who study happiness. And he was mentioning the concept of anti-fragility, which the first person mentioning that was Nassim Taleb. He was a psychologist. And he talks about the difference between anti-fragility and resilience, right? Resilience is when you go through a difficult time, a traumatic time, and then after that, you are able to bounce back to where you were before. So it didn't break you, basically, right? And then we have anti-fragility, which he explains is the ability after you go through a traumatic time or a difficult time, not just to go back to where you were before, but to actually grow. So it's post-traumatic growth, PTG post-traumatic growth, like our muscles. He, Talbin Shachar gives that example in his video. He talks about our muscle system is anti-fragile because the more pressure we put on it, the more it grows, right? Yeah. You work yeah. on your muscles, you go to the gym, your muscles yeah. grow. So that's a very good example. So if, for the listeners, if you're having a hard time finding 
one moment when you actually are your own inspiration. This is the tip. Go back in time. And doesn't matter how old you were, find a moment in which you show PTG, post-traumatic growth, in which you show beyond resilience, you show anti-fragility. You grew so much out of it that now it has a meaning for you. And probably that meaning is by helping others going through similar or avoid similar pain. Does it make sense? It makes sense because what it, it acts like is it acts like this continual dynamic perpetual perpetual motion. And that is really the key to what you're saying. See, we talk about these things sometimes as if they're static. It has a beginning and an end. What you're talking about is like talking about the ocean, which doesn't. It's continual motion. It inspires itself to do what it does, to be what it does. I think that's what you're talking about. We have that same ability. Absolutely. Absolutely. Go back to that moment. You know what might happen when you visit that moment and you realize your own inspiration? You might have actually tears. And these are not tears of pain. These are tears of your dream coming true. Or you growing so much from an event. Um, I, I, I remember certain moments. I, I remember three times in my life when I experienced those tears. I'm going to share one. Um, and was the first time, and, and that relates to, she asked me, what were your biggest moments? Um, I remember clearly my first cl paying client, but the tears came when I, I realized I was making a monthly salary. I remember coming home from my office, sitting on the table. And when I opened my computer in the Excel that had my, my income, I realized that I had made about $5,000 a month and I burst into tears. And these were tears, not that I am rich <laughs> and not tears of pain. These were the tears of seeing my dream of making a career, helping people, coaching people come true. Uh, and it, these are wonderful. I think these are the most beautiful tears we can have of seeing our dreams coming true. It touches our soul and that's why we cry. Yeah. What is our takeaway for people today? Because this is such a powerful message. We so look to the outside and we come back empty. But what you're talking about is the fulfillment that we have in moment by moment. And thank you so much for sharing a beautiful story because I know there's more sharing and more story to come. But in the in all of this, what kept you going? And please let people know how they can find out more about the academy that you created. So what I would love to leave uh, the audience with is a sentence that I heard in the last two weeks too. I think these were the weeks of inspiration by a beautiful woman, beautiful soul called Shandy Jacobson. And I heard her speak. It was very inspiring. And she shared a sentence that stuck with me. She said, people always say, look at the light at the end of the tunnel. And I say, well, she heard that from another woman say, don't necessarily focus on the light at the end of the tunnel. I might take a while, actually. It might be a long tunnel. You might not see the light. Sometimes it is. Just be the light in the tunnel. 
And when you are the light in the tunnel, you're always inspired. Gabriella, thank you so much for today. Please let everybody know where they can find out more about your inspiration about the Academy. Coachingacademy.net. And we just launched uh, this week a new coaching assessment for those who want some clarity if this is the right profession and if they align with our program, they can go to coachingacademy.net. They will see the assessment on the homepage. I love that you did that because assessments spark inspiration that could be a little bit dormant on the inside, but just like the questions you were asked, they will raise questions that raise people up that will have them raise themselves to be all that they want to be. Gabriella, thank you so much for everything. What a great show. Thank you so much, Dr. Pat, and thank you to our listeners. Uh, we're going to take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. You have been listening to Life Engineering, processes that combine science, wisdom, and spirituality to create a life of alignment on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Join host Gabriella Embon and Dr. Pat every first and third Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific for bi-weekly wisdom nuggets on how to create your perfect synergy between your mind, body, and spirit in order to realize your true potential. For more information, visit Gabriella at CoachingAcademy.net. Not just talk, conversation for profound self-awareness. Stick with us. Your best life awaits on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This is Dr. Sharon Martin with a meditation brought to you from Maxima Medicine Radio. This is a short meditation I designed to strengthen your energy field. Please do not listen if you're driving. Instead, take the time to access this later when you can relax. There are features of this meditation that are inspired by teachers, especially Drunvalo Melchizedek and CC Treadway, so the credit belongs to them. You may stop the recording at any spot to allow more time to commune with the awarenesses. So let's start by taking a few nice, deep, relaxed breaths in with your nose, out with your mouth. Let your shoulders drop and your belly soften. Enter a sacred healing space as I will now open sacred space as I call to all the directions, to the allies, to the guides, to all those with the highest good, come join us. Now gently bring your awareness to a place about 10 inches above your head. This is the place of your Wiracocha. That's a Peruvian Quechua word for the big energy ball that sits about 10 inches above your head where your soul and spirit connect. See the waterfall of energy that pours out all around, covering your body, making the egg-shaped energy cocoon around you. See the rainbow tapestry of the field surrounding you, the field that interacts between the outside world and your physical self. 
and set your intention to repair and strengthen this field. And continue to breathe deeply, releasing all tension. Again, in with your nose and out with your mouth. Now drop your awareness into your chest behind your heart and find the entrance to the small sacred space of the heart. Allow your inner knowing to direct you there. You energetically have been there many times. Make your way to this sacred chamber and take a seat. You find yourself in the most beautiful place to sit. Sit in this chamber that you already deeply know. And let your eyes soften as you sink deeply onto the chair or the cushion or wherever you are sitting. Continue to breathe in with your nose, out with your mouth, holding no tension. Now with your mind's eye, see the color red, fire engine red, cherry tomato red, red of the most beautiful rose. Feel this red and allow it to spread from your heart to all your physical being and out to your rainbow field. Fill your field with red, touching all parts of you, from your head to your toes, from the inside of you to the outside, all parts of you, repairing and healing your field. And now gently allow the red to recede back to your heart and breathe. Now with your mind's eye, see the color orange, pumpkin orange, the orange of a sunset, the orange of a marigold. Feel this orange and allow it to spread from your heart to all of your physical being, spreading out to your rainbow field. Fill your field with orange, touching all parts of you from your head to your toes, from the inside of you to the outside, all parts of you repairing and healing your field. And now gently allow the orange to recede back to your heart and breathe. Now see the color yellow, yellow of the center of a daisy, yellow of the brightest sun, yellow of a goldfinch. Feel this yellow and allow it to spread from your heart to all your physical being and out to your rainbow field. Fill your field with yellow, touching all parts of you, from your head to your toes, from the inside of you to the outside, all parts of you repairing and healing your field. And allow the yellow to recede back to your heart and breathe. Now see the color green, green of newly mown grass, green of the tips of budding trees, green of the inside of an avocado. Feel this green 
and allow it to spread from your heart to all your physical being and out to your rainbow field. Fill your field with green, touching all parts of you, from your head to your toes, from the inside of you to the outside, all parts of you repairing and healing your field. And now gently allow the green to recede back to your heart and breathe. Now see the color blue, blue of the daylight sky, blue of a Caribbean lagoon, the electric blue that dances on the edge of a flame. Feel this blue and allow it to spread from your heart to all your physical being and out to your rainbow field. Fill your field with blue, touching all parts of you, from your head to your toes, from the inside of you to the outside, all parts of you repairing and healing your field. And gently allow the blue to recede back to your heart and breathe. Now see the color indigo, indigo of blueberries, indigo that's in the circles on peacock feathers, indigo of eggplants. Feel this indigo. Allow it to spread from your heart to all your physical being and out to your rainbow field. Fill your field with indigo, touching all parts of you, from your head to your toes, from the inside of you to the outside, all parts of you repairing and healing your field. And gently allowing the indigo to recede back to your heart and breathe. Now see the color violet, violet of an amethyst, violet of a lilac bush, violet of a saintly aura. Feel this violet and allow it to spread from your heart to all your physical being and out to your rainbow field. Fill your field with violet, touching all parts of you, from your head to your toes, from the inside of you to the outside, all parts of you, repairing and healing your field. And allow the violet to gently recede back to your heart and breathe. Now bring your awareness gently back, coming back to the sacred space of your heart and sit down in this beautiful sacred space and breathe. In with your nose, out with your mouth, no tension. Take a minute to feel the colors integrating into your field, repairing and strengthening, heightening your power. Your rainbow tapestry is restored and rejuvenated. You are shimmering. 
Now gently return your awareness, coming back to this time and this place. We close sacred space as we release the directions and the allies and the guides. As always, we offer gratitude for their presence and their assistance. And be gentle as you re-enter your day and restart your tasks. You are a magnificent being of light. Be well.